Mike here doing a little Friday politicking, talking about some of the political news. But I also want to go back uh, 10 years, 10 years on this day back in the day, especially important because today is Constitution Day. It was on this day back in the day when I was working at TheBlaze.com that the Occupy Wall Street movement started in New York City. And they took over a public and private park in lower Manhattan near Wall Street called Zuccotti Park. It was not the city's property. It was not Zuccotti's property. They shared it. And I think that was the reason it was chosen because nobody could really enforce any of the laws down there. It was a tiny sliver, a little triangle in lower Manhattan. And people camped out there. These folks who called themselves the uh, the 99% and they were out to overthrow the country. Well, it lasted pretty much until the winter when uh, New York winter kind of drove them out. But there was a whole lot going on. And I was down there almost every week, several times a week, covering the nonsense and the shenanigans. People living on the streets of New York and they also had their Apple laptops They were recharging them using exercise bikes that had been converted into power generators. You see, you couldn't have anything uh, electric or gas powered in that section of New York. So you had people living on the street depending on food being delivered. And it was delivered by a bunch of leftist restaurant owners. And uh, they actually had free cigarettes down there, which was kind of funny funny because the mayor of New York, Mike Bloomberg at the time, was uh, moving to get tobacco banned from New York City. He got it banned from restaurants and bars, which, you know, ultimately was a good thing, but it removed choice. It was all about mandates. He was really dictatorial. But uh, back to Occupy Wall Street, the movement that swept across the country in several large cities, it got pretty nasty pretty fast. But as I said, Occupy Wall Street was about overthrowing the country. Occupy Wall Street was about creating uh, an America unlike anything we had seen. And one of the weirdest things that went on down there, one of the evenings I was there, was when uh, radical Francis Fox Piven, you may have heard that name before, the Cloward and Piven strategy to overthrow America is kind of happening right now. They called for swarming the entire country with immigrants, and then they would overload the welfare system and bankrupt the country and turn us into a socialist or communist nation. That was the plan, and Occupy Wall Street was the perfect gathering of um, useful idiots, to use a Soviet expression. And Frances Fox Piven, I think then in her 80s or, or late 70s, showed up at Occupy Wall Street and gave a speech. But since you weren't allowed to have any electric devices, any powered generators that would power a speaker system, they have to do what they called a uh, call and repeat, where you would shout something and then the audience would shout it back. And it's downright stupid when you listen to it. Here's the speech I witnessed from Francis Fox Piven just about 10 years ago. She's right there in uh, lower Manhattan 
in Occupy Wall Street, and uh, she's standing in front of a crowd. There's two people. people here. There's two people here. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. So this is the uh, organizer, the young lady who's in charge. She's kind of the news anchor, and she's shouting to the people as to what's going to happen. She's about to introduce Francis Fox Piven. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, one. One. Um, will be. Will be. Miss. Miss. Francis. Francis. Fox. Fox. Piven. Piven. So this university professor who's protected by tenure is standing up and uh, uh, hoping for the downfall of America. But what she says is insane. And how the people respond is even crazier. You know, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. I am so glad that you Is this not the craziest thing you've ever heard? She's saying, I'm glad to be here. So they chant back at her. I'm glad to be here. It's just so bizarre. You are amazing. You are amazing. Now, I'm watching this live when it happened 10 years ago, kind of laughing at it, recording it. And uh, I was suddenly reminded of something that happened Years and years and years ago. And that was a scene from a Monty Python movie called The Life of Brian. When Brian, meant to be some kind of uh, mockery of Jesus, uh, opened up his window and there was a crowd of people waiting for him, waiting to have uh, wisdom given to them, a blessing as well. And here's the scene that reminded me of the Francis Fox Piven thing. Look, you've got it all wrong. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to follow anybody. You've got to think for yourself. You're all individuals. Yes, we're all individuals. You're all different. Yes, we're all different. Uh, amazing, right? Fast forward 40 years later and uh, Francis Fox Piven and the Occupy Wall Street robots were doing the same thing. A lot of you are young. A lot, a lot of you are young. young. You have energy. You have energy. Imagination. Imagination. Insanity. And it lasted on the streets of New York for months. And in Washington and Chicago and even here in Wilmington, Delaware, there was a tiny Occupy Wall Street camp, but cold weather brought reality to the one or the 99% who were protesting against the 1%. It really was one of the weirdest things. And I have a whole bunch of photos and memorabilia from it. And in November, about six weeks after it started, after covering it on numerous occasions, I had finally had enough. And I wrote an open letter to Mayor Bloomberg of New York that was published on TheBlaze.com. You can still find it on TheBlaze.com if you put uh, Occupy Wall Street and Opelka into the search engine. You'll find it. It was me telling the mayor, I don't know how you let this go on. I saw people who were sleeping in the park because I spent a couple nights in the park. People who were sleeping in the park who literally had fleas on them.
That's how unsanitary it was. There were at least three babies, babies, infants living in camping tents on on the park cement ground. The sexual assaults got to be so bad they had to put up a women-only tent that was guarded by an Occupy Wall Street patrol. And, of course, the free cigarettes was completely contradictory to what the mayor was standing for. So you had babies, dogs, uh, unsanitary and criminal behavior going on, and uh, free food with no sanitation. It did finally break up and go away. I just wonder where those people are today. Where do you think the Occupy Wall Street crew happen to be today? A lot of them appeared to be college students or that age, late teens, early 20s. So that would mean they are late 20s and into their 30s. God forbid any of them are in Congress. Maybe they are. But on this Constitution Day, I think it's important for us to Uh, remember the strength of the Constitution, the importance of the Constitution, and also understand that while these people were expressing their First Amendment right, which all of us have, and we have to fight to protect the speech we disagree with, that uh, when it delves into criminal, unhealthy, dangerous behavior, we have to stand up. We have to say enough. And we also have to be willing to tell people when they're absolutely bat crap crazy, which is what I believe I saw at Occupy Wall Street. I'll be posting some more items from uh, my adventures at Occupy Wall Street. There even were false idols there. Yes, of course there were. I'll, I'll post a picture of the sacred space and some of the drum circles and the dancing and the insane signs that we witnessed while we were there. It was a very, very bizarre time, and I didn't think I'd ever see anything like this again, but I'm a little nervous. It's starting to form once more. Read the Constitution. Defend it. Fight for it. (laughs) 